Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. This is your host Daniel Thanos Copter Pal speaking, and I've got Jason Thanos Copter Alvy on the line. What's up? And I've got David playing something crazy tomorrow. Gosselman, get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Real men make their own sound effects. And our uh, special guest today is Sam, two-time Super Qualifier Champion of this season, three-time overall Super Qualifier Champion, one-time Rock, uh, one-time WKO Champion, Pal. What's up, guys? Did I start with Sam? <laughs> that was a very awkward I, intro. I but... at the end it was... Powell? <laughs> like, yeah, I had to I think about remember, that for a minute, I right? Didn't know, I didn't know if I started out with Sam or not. But <laughs> Damn yeah. it, who put a question mark at the end of the teleprompter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you know that I say everything that's on my list? And the thing is, he's, just, he's looking Dan right at me. I'm Powell? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I don't know, man. <laughs> Sometimes I sometimes I feel like a conglomeration uh, or combination of uh, beings that have been around on Earth for a long time. It's weird. So kind of like a Unimind or something. Yeah, I, I guess that'd be a good name to call it. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, on today's show, we are going to uh, have Sam tell us a little bit about her. Super Qualifier win at Kokomo, Indiana this past weekend. Uh, we're going to rank our title characters. I promise it'll be much more enlightening than our prime discussion, because there's only 13 title characters. So I promise not to use any uh, executive uh, approval on hurrying up Dave today. Um, Sam might, though. Uh, and then we, at the end of the show today, we have your questions. We've got some fantabulous questions today, which I'm looking forward to answering. Um, so let's lead into Sam's segment here. Um, Sam won the Kokomo Super Qualifier hosted by PJ Bolin at Kingdom Cards and Games this past Sunday, May 27th. I had 26 players show up. Um pretty good it was a uh, five rounds of swiss and cut to a top eight um so other than that i mean sam start us out with uh what you what what your team was and uh just we'll just go round by round and tell us some of your highlights every round and we'll go from there okay so um so it was the tournament that was pre-rotation but we also had infinity war so i decided to play uh pip the troll uh, Sam Cap, 
Clone Shredder with Shark, and I played Nighthawk Prime. Um, I paid homage to him because he was on my first competitive team in my first tournament, so I wanted to play him one more time. And um, then I played a full teleporter. So I went without any retaliation, but my full teleporter was, um, I had Hawkeye, I played with the Chase Tigra, um, I had Wolverine, uh, Boxing Soups, um, Cosmic Spider-Man, and then I played with Wonder Woman card. So I played with the 200 point Mystics, uh, Wonder Woman. I, I just real girled her out, so, um. How often did you get to real girl her out? Um, I got to real girl her out about four times. So, that was pretty awesome. Because a lot of people didn't know exactly what she did. And I said, well, she's going to come in and charge Flurry with a 12 attack, 4 damage. She's going to come in and spank that ass. What's she yeah. going to do? <laughs> she actually won me some games. So, it was kind of nice. It was kind of nice to play uh, the Wonder Woman card one more time. So, um, overall, I had an awesome day. I mean, like I had a lot, a lot of close matches. Um, a very wide array of teams that... You know, it was kind of like, you never knew what to plan for, because Infinity War was out, but you knew people were going to try to play the old stuff, too, so I didn't really know what to expect. So, uh, round one, I played Robert Amick. Yep. Um, so he was playing a version of the Unimine team. He's playing a Unimine Lockjaw, um, a Groot, and some ID cards. And I won 25 to 10, if that tells you how that game went. <laughs> um, basically, I ran over. He won map and took me to Harley's apartment. I also had the boxing ring on my team. So I was able to place the boxing ring um, so he couldn't really block my movement if I needed to. But with Pip, um, once Pip dies, he's able to transfer the... Uh, phasing trait over to another character. Which I only got to use like once or twice. That really mattered. But um, in Robert's game I moved up, called out Hawkeye, completely whiffed with Hawkeye against the the group. Um, just completely missed. I was like, oh that's a good start to my day. Um, I called out he moved around, I called out another ID card, Spider-Man kill his group. He did a couple um Hits on me with the walking woods. Um, I was able to, re- <laughs> yeah, I was able to regen up with uh, with clone, and I knew at that point at the time was getting kind of low. Like he was, I think he was kind of new to the team, so he was still learning how to play lockjaw. Um, Unimine was like on click one or two, so I took the opportunity to run back to my starting area, regroup. <sighs> And I just knew I was going to be up 25 to 10. And if I could outlast him, because there was no way I was going to go through a whole Unimine and a whole Lockjaw in about 15 minutes. Like, there's just no way. So I didn't want to take the chance of putting myself out there and dying or him killing up Sam Cap and going up, you know, 80 to 25. So I was able to squeak <laughs> by with that. And um, so, yeah, I had a win with 25 points. So, second round, I got paired up with the highest point um, loser. <laughs> so, he had <coughs> way more points than I did. But, um, his name was Mark 
Um, Fewell. And he was playing a very interesting team. He was playing a JSA-themed team with um, Sand, (laughs) Dr. Fate, a Wonder Woman, Johnny Thunder, and Thug. And he had a Leech ID card. So... By the way, you can totally just picture the Justice Society of America saying, Man, we just need one more dude to go on this mission. Hey, yo, thug, you want to (laughs) help? Hey, man, I help anybody, $10. So, it was the first time I've ever played against a Johnny Thunder, a Sand. Um, Like, I was just completely blown away of how creative it was. But, um, again, I moved up, called out Hawkeye. I had Precision Strike. He basically does the JSA thing and gives Dr. Fate super senses off of sand, I believe, and hits a six on super senses. <laughs> so I'm just like, again, Hawkeye just completely... Yeah, Hawkeye effectively missed, right? Just effectively missed. And he did some moving up. Sand actually can phase, and once he phases, he gets to use Force Blast as a free action. So he moved around Force Blast me, Force Blast clone, and um, which actually helped me because I was a, like, he just pushed me away and I was able to just sidestep in and do the free damage. So um, we kind of went back and forth, but ultimately I was able to just clean that team up pretty quickly. So, uh, but it was actually a really good, I mean, fun team. I think it was very creative. So, um, third round, I played Chad Birdsall. Um, unfortunately, Chad was really no match. Um, he... Hell yeah, you put it that away. <laughs> you he heard was... it here first, Chad. You were no match for Sam. <laughs> well, I mean, he came out and whiffed. So, um, he was playing two King Sharks, uh, Lockjaw and Tribbles, and some ID cards. So, and he played with Thunderstrike and Blood Axe. So, of course he wins map, takes me to the water treatment, and I knew at first turn he was either going to move up and try to get to my side of the map, or he was going to move up and equip his equipment. And he moved up, took his equipment, and I was able to move up, call out Hawkeye, which Hawkeye did hit this time, and so that was nice. And I was able to do some ping damage. I knew that the retaliation was coming from the King Sharks because they could move and then do their flurry. Um, he came up, completely whiffed with a flurry. He charged in with the other one, just completely whiffed. And from then I was able to call out Superman, call out Wolverine, and then kind of clean up from there. Um, I did run down Lockjaw, because he, he ran over to my Nighthawk. I was able to just kind of chase him around with Pip. And, um, I killed Lockjaw, and he made me go kill Tribbles. So, I was like, okay, I guess I needed to, you know, earn the point. So, I was able to go effectively kill the Tribbles, so. Huh, and fun fact, Sam's real, Sam's real name is Sandy Hawkins. That's just lazy writing. <laughs> wow. Sand's real name is Sandy? No. Sand. Sand's real name is Sandy Hawkins. 
That's what I just said. Sam's real name is Sandy. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you're saying That's... Sam, though. Oh, no, I said Sand. It's like Jakar and Jakar. <laughs> What'd you pull, Jakar? Yeah, I pulled what, the Stark What's Mark. Makari's real name, Mark? Uh, David Gossman. <laughs> Mark, Mark Airy. Isn't it, isn't right. Makari David Gossman? It is. That's right. But I thought I was Thanosi as well. Uh-oh. You Somehow are now. Both. Are you shapeshifting? I know. I am. <laughs> Um, so that was third round. Fourth round, I had to play Randy Carter. Um, it was a very, very close game. He was playing Giant Girl at 180, uh, Ha Ha Joker with a uh, sword and a Groot. I believe that's it. And he was playing a full teleporter. Yeah, full teleporter. Love each. So I won map, took him to Genosha. Um, because I knew that I needed something wide open, um, being that he had a colossal. Came out with Hawkeye, completely whiffed. Like, Hawkeye was awful for me that day. But, um, we minced around. He called out Red Tornado. Um, one of the highlights of the game, he called out Red Tornado and actually moved up to my clone. And he force blasted me into the wall, so I took a couple damage, or one damage or so. I was able to call out Wolverine next turn, because I knew I had Flurry, Blades. Come out, Flurry, first attack, crit miss. Okay, well, I don't have a prom, so I have to just take the crit miss damage at the end. So second attack, hit. Well, I gotta Blades it, because at this point, I'm trying to kill the Red Tornado for the 95 points. I hit a six on blades. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So I was able to kill the red tornado and went up on points. But ultimately, it came down to like two dice rolls with us. We were back and forth. My dice went hot. His dice went hot. Um, he came over to my Nighthawk. I took a shot. I had Randy down to like two clicks of life left on Giant Girl. And... I took a shot with Nighthawk. I missed a 7. And... Because if I would have hit the 7, I would have been able to ping the giant girl, and then he would have been dead. And then I would have definitely won. But ultimately, I missed a 7. He was able to just clean it from there. Um, he won 185, and I had 130. So I did score a lot of points, but um, ultimately he got the win. So... Um, and then sixth, th the fifth round, I got to play another guy from um, the Lexman, George Mason. Yeah, George Mason, yeah. And uh, he was playing an Overdrive, Riddler, Hulk, Samcat team with, with the boxing Nighthawk. ring. And Nighthawk. And Nighthawk, yes. He was my only Nighthawk that I played against. And he was playing a boxing ring with some loose ID cards. And so... I won map, took him to Genosha, because I knew he's going to alpha team. I have an alpha team. It's just basically who's going to jump first. Um, he actually played really, really well. He moved up to the third elevation, and he counted out his squares really good where I could not get a good shot with my Hawkeye, because Hawkeye doesn't ignore elevation. So, um... I basically took a turn. My first turn, I moved over into the boxing ring and was like, okay, he's either going to have to push his overdrive and move, 
or he's going to rest and then next turn I'm going to be able to do my alpha. Um, he ultimately decided to push his overdrive, come over into the boxing ring, and he did his Hulk thing. So he came over, did his free quake, hit clone to his last click, and I was like, "All right, well, this is this is interesting." Um, the he, definition of a perfect turn is incoming. Yeah. So he dropped his uh, Riddler box and said, "You can't use." Ultimately, like, he can't use willpower in Dom. So I'm like, okay, I have a token on clone from... I think I attacked or moved or something. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm either going to have to push him to death or I'm going to have to do something. Um, I rolled inspiration on clone, rolled Wolverine, so I was able to heal a click. And... He never moved his Nighthawk out of his starting area. So I was really close to his starting area at this point. I rolled Breakaway with Sam Cap to move into position to give a perplex. Called out Superman with uh, Clone. Perplexed up attack. Sidestep. Flurried Nighthawk to death. So now I'm up 65. And now I have my stats. So, from there, I was able to just clean up and kill um, his Riddler and Hulk next turn. I actually moved up Nighthawk and used his Outwit. It was like one of the few games I did that. So, it was a really good game. It could have either it could have went either way. So, so you made it into the top eight as a four and a one. Yeah, I made it in top eight as four and one. Um, if I would have lost my last game, I would not have made top eight because I did not have enough points. I would have been three and two. Yeah, three and, and twos had to have a lot of points. I went in at three and two at like a twelve hundred points and was only eighth seed. I would have only had about like nine hundred and something because again, first round I had twenty five points, so uh, I knew I had to beat George. Ultimately, I did, so. Um, top eight. We broke for lunch. We regrouped. Dana was going to have to play Randy. Um, I got to play Vince Palm. Um, great guy. It was his first rock event. Uh, first rock tournament. He's been playing for about four years, but he's never played really competitive. Um, he had a very awesome team. Very interesting. Very unique. Very um, creative. I want to say. He was playing a X-Men themed team. He was playing a 150 point Wolverine, a Lila Cheney, a Cyclops, a Darwin. And then he had... Did he have a teleporter? No, I think he just had loose IDs. Did he have loose IDs? Yeah. Um, so, he of course won map. And he took me to Underground. And... <sighs> his first turn, he ultimately just, he moved, I thought he was going to move out more because I placed my boxing ring closer to my side because I thought okay, he's going to move over to my side to get the flurry with Wolverine. Um, ultimately, he moved into a great position behind a wall and I did not expect that at all. So, of course, Pitt phases, was able to phase over to his side of the map, call out Hawkeye. I'm like, okay, I got 12 attack. I'm going to at least be able to hit Darwin, possibly hit um, 
Violet Cheney to like at least knock her down so she doesn't have that much movement. I hit with Darwin, and that was great, and I completely missed with Lila. <laughs> so again, Hawkeye just sucked. But um, I kept my Nighthawk in the back, and he took the next turn. Of course, he's got you know two leaderships, so he's able to roll those. Uh, rolled one, took the token off of, I think, I don't even think it was Lila. I think he pushed Lila. Um, he basically moved up to my Nighthawk on my side of the map and surrounded Nighthawk. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Now I'm stuck here. And I was like, great. I <laughs> I don't know how this is going to end, but um, I looked at my teleporter and I was like, okay, who's got phasing? Who's got movement? Who can, who can get me out of this bind? Um, he, uh, so I looked and I was like, okay, Tiger has phasing. She's got flurry traded, but she has phasing. So ultimately I took the next turn to call out Tigra with Nighthawk. And I basically phased, carried Nighthawk away. And so kind of just gave me an extra turn to regroup my other team, my clone, Sam Cap, and kind of rest them. So we we went back and forth. He ultimately killed my Nighthawk, and um, he did call out a 150-point Storm with a 50-point Cyclops. We did not catch it until PJ, PJ but caught you got it, it for resolved. us. resolved. That was the main thing. Huh? You got it resolved. That was yeah, it was thing. resolved. I mean, we both completely just missed it, but um, ultimately we kind of went back and forth. I, killed, I knew I needed to kill his support um, because I didn't want to deal with that. Wolverine because of the three stop clicks that I was going to have to deal with. Or two. I think it's three. 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 And, um, killed all of his support. So I had Pip, Sam Cap, and Clone left. And he hit me to power three. I was able to, um, kind of run Sam Cap away with Pip and just have, make him deal with Clone at this point. And I was able to real boy in Wonder Woman and I basically one-turned his Wolverine. So. Damn. Yeah. It was it was a, a definition of another perfect turn. So, it was real close. Um, it was back and forth. But, and then I had to face Daniel. So, um, ultimately we've played this match over and over. We kind of knew how it was, how it has always ended. Um, Daniel's team is far superior to mine and just has more punch, more throw power, just has more prob, everything. Um, more flexibility to pick powers. So, uh, you won map. No, I won map. Yeah, I won map. That You won map. That was the demise of my dice. Yeah, so I won map and I took him to the Wonder Woman Battleground, the new rock map. Because I wanted to play on it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And, um... Him, you moved up. I came out with Hawkeye again. And guess what? I hit. Yeah, you hit. You I hit. hit with Groot. You I hit, hit against Groot. Yeah, you hit Groot. I think I shape-changed out of one of the walking woods. Yeah. I hit Lockjaw for one, I think. Yeah, you hit Lockjaw for one. You missed Unimind. Yeah, I missed Unimind. Um, so I was kind of happy. I was like, woohoo! Hawkeye actually did something. But um, I knew the retail was coming from the Unimine. Um, just ultimately he has bigger bigger punch, 
Um, Daniel did a couple things. Uh, moved over closer to my side of the map, closer to my Nighthawk. I, um, I moved over. I knew Superman was my best shot at this point to try to pop Unimine or try to get him down. I went in with a flurry, miss missed. So I, I just looked at Daniel and I said, well, that's pretty much game. I mean, that's, that was my one shot. Um, even PJ came over, was like, how's it going? I was like, well, yeah, I just completely whipped with Superman. This isn't happening. Um, basically, Daniel's dice just hated him, I guess. And he missed a seven three times in a row. No, it's a six three times. Six and then three then times and a seven. Then a seven. So, to kill Clone Shredder, or to kill Shark Shredder. Because I'd already had the clone out. Uh, Wolverine brought the clone out, and then uh, you had retailed with knocking me to my stop click. Um, so I had a flurry, steel energy, nine on your 15. I rolled a, a three, a four, and a three, and then the seven, I rolled a six. Yeah. So he missed four rolls. Yeah. Um, ultimately. And so at that point, I thought, okay, well, I have this. Um, I was able to, he had, he gave me the Leslie Evans Pog, and I had Nighthawk, and I also had, uh, another outwit. A shark had outwit. Shark. So I was able to outwit to shape change, prob, and... Yeah, I, I was able to outwit the shape change and the super senses. And then the prob. Right, and then the prob, I clicked onto it with the supreme intelligence. No, because you, you just, I just had super senses. I didn't have prob. You outwitted the prob on Lockjaw. Something like that. And um, I was able to call out Hawkeye. I was able to restock Hawkeye at some point in the game. So I restocked Hawkeye, called him out with Nighthawk, and I had precision strikes. I knew he had imperv. So I was able to pop his uni mind. And then from there, um, you know, do some sidestepping. And ultimately just have to go through the lockjaw with six tokens. So, um, yeah. Um, beat Daniel in top four. So. Um, in the final match, I played Stephen Clark. And ultimately it was a very, very close match. He was playing almost a mirror match to mine. He was playing Overdrive, Sam Cap, Mini... Oh, no, he's not playing Overdrive. He's playing Renate Tilly. Yeah. Sam Cap, Mini Shredder, uh, Three Colossal Retaliator, Surter, Giant Girl, and Groot. And we went back and forth. It was... Dice hated us. Um, so ultimately, I just won 210 to 205. Um, it was very, very close. Um, I thought at one point I had completely lost the game, but um, my dice just would not cooperate. I just couldn't hit anything, but his N dice... Neither could Steven. I mean, y'all yeah, were sharing the same pair of rock yeah, dice. Yeah, we were sharing the same pair of rock dice. His dice sucked. My dice roll sucked. Um, I was oh, I was just able to outlast him. I mean, I felt bad about missing my three sixes, uh, but then Steven crit missed, <coughs> crit missed back to back. Ouch. With Tigra. So, so yeah. um, it was a very, very close game. It was a very good game against Steven. He played he played very well. Um, I just, again, I was able to just outlast him, and the boxing ring saved me. Yeah, so, it did. 
So, If yeah. not, y'all would have had to go to a click-off, and you were on the downside of a click-off. Yes, I was very on the downside of a click-off. I would have definitely died first. Yeah. So, um, anyway. So, like Sam said, I ended up fourth. Um, I really think I got just a couple of takeaways um, for post-retirement there. Uh, it's going to be super great to see Unimind have to have two shots to be killed. No um, Green Arrow to pop him. Um, so that's going to be fantabulous. Shredders are going to be even worse um, post-rotation. Uh, there's going to be a lot less damage output to take those guys out. Um, but other than that, I think those are my two big uh, takeaways. Uh, other than Sam did an awesome job all day and uh, won her event. So uh, now I have my finals by Parat Cup. You do have your finals by. So. Good job, Sam. Yeah. Woo woo! That makes three of us in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> so now I can just kind of relax a little bit, have some fun. And... Actually, there's four of us in the finals. Oh, who else made it? Zach. Zach. Yeah. Zach, Zach Is Lane. Is Lane already in? Zach yeah. Lane and me. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. And Sam. Gotcha. And then you've got your semifinals. Lane by. made top four, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm in semis, and then... Yeah. And then... Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, if you would have told me, like, going into that tournament Sunday that I was going to win, like, showing up, there was a lot of great players. Um, a lot of great players. And I, I was completely just, I got a little lucky, and dice went my way, and I got the perfect matchups, but overall just had a really, really fun day, so. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's just move right along. Thanks for your, uh. Uh, update Sam and thanks for all your hard work and I appreciate everybody on the team doing such a great job this season so uh, it was our fifth rock event win of the year and uh, we, we've been doing pretty good I think so uh, let's talk about some uh, title characters I'm not gonna be good on this conversation. Sam hates. Yeah. Title. I, I, I don't like title characters. Sam hates title characters. So my, my can, title characters can... are gonna be ranked on basically which ones are actually decent and which ones don't. Pretty much fuck your whole team when they die. So, um, but so we want to come to an, a kind of agreed upon one through thirteen list, right? With one being the best, thirteen being the worst. Right? Pretty yeah. Much yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, so Dave, do you have them all wrote? Do you have them all wrote down? Right. Uh, I had them all on a list, but I deleted that list. Uh, I, I have a list. Okay. There you go. All right. So, so Jason, just so first of all, let's just set the field, run through all thirteen title characters for us. Okay. So we start out with Deadpool, Merc with a mouth. From Deadpool and X-Force, ADW had Doctor Strange, Earth's Guardian. Uh, Mighty Thor had Thor Odinson and Loki, Agent of Asgard. Uh, Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls had Harley Quinn and the Joker. Uh, Star Trek had Captain Kirk. 
Shavarnak and Kor. Uh, XSS uh, had uh, Professor X Dreamer and Magneto Realist. And uh, Avengers Infinity had Captain America Principled and was part of the Avengers. Okay. Um, so what do we want to do? Do we want to work from what we think is the worst to the best or best to the worst? Uh, let's do worst to the best. Alright, well I think we can s- firmly say what is number 13? Professor X Dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> or Joker. He's pretty shitty too. Uh, Professor X Dreamer, I mean, the problem is is that their title abilities require them to attack. Um, and Professor Yeah, and Joker can actually do that. Yeah, Joker (laughs) can actually attack. Professor X Dreamer has a terrible time attacking. I mean, he's got a a TK with a 10 attack. So, I mean, you don't, you can't use him to TK because he has to attack to get his plus ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So... He's solidly number 13. So I'd say let's look at the Joker. And then let's take Joker in the context of... Uh, at least on his new ID card that's coming out. Does that make him any better? Um, well, can he use his title abilities, I guess, after he comes in? I suppose he can. Yeah, he like, can. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, he can what... Uh, so he has an outwit, he can charge you, and he can he, uh, yeah. use his plus one ability for an adjacent, uh, for a di- one damage for an adjacent yeah, he's character. Yeah, acid flower, so that's useful. Yeah. Um, let's see, his minus one is a random thing. Um, so that's minus one, coming in using his minus one's not that great. Coming in and using his plus one's pretty good. Um, hmm, I don't know. If he's actually that bad, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think he's anywhere near as bad as Professor X. Yeah, I mean, is it is it really like twelve to thirteen to twelve is really that wide of a gap? Possibly. <laughs> I think uh, I think twelve should be title Harley. No, title Harley no, is way no. higher than that. So? Yeah. So if we don't think that it's Professor X. Or if we don't think it's Joker, what about Loki, agent of Asgard? Um, I think he's a candidate. Let's see. Uh, friendly characters can't when he dies. Friendly character can't use defense power until your next turn. That's awful. Uh, plus one until your next turn. Opposing characters can't use perplex or probability control to target Loki with his no moving attack, precision strike. 18 combat reflexes and exploit. Um, uh, you can heal him with his minus plot point ability. Um, and then if you get him up to 6, opposing characters with 200 points or less can't use defense powers. Um, I'm going to say that Loki is 12 because the Joker ID card moved the Joker up one spot. I agree with you. Otherwise, That's the only reason, really. Yeah. yeah. No, I would agree with that. Um, let's see. One, two. 
Oh, I'm missing the new AI ones on Realms. Because I've got... Oh, and it's missing the Star Trek ones on Realms, too. Um, so speaking They're all of, on there. Yeah. yeah, they're all on there. I just, I just searched by title in the oh. uh, special abilities uh, to try to get them all pulled up. Um, do we think... Uh, so that puts us at 13, 12, 11, 10... Uh, ten. I think I'm looking to Star Trek, Jason. I pro- yeah, probably so. Mm. I think Shavarnik is probably the worst of the three, even though she's not bad, really. Um, yeah, I think she's just a little bit more overcosted than Core uh, is, or for what she does, at least. And then, mm-hmm. uh, is Captain Kirk 100 points as well? Yeah, he's 100 points also. Yeah. Uh, but I think maybe the what Kirk brings in on his Starfleet plot abilities is better than what you bring in on the Klingon plot, plot abilities. I think so. Especially with Chase Kirk and mm-hmm. that he can bring in, yeah. So, Shavarnik's at a solid... 11, 12, 13, 12, 11, 10. Yeah, a solid 10. Um, Anybody else want to chime in here? <laughs> I mean, I got my, like, top three. But, I, I mean, I just don't know a lot of these guys. But I have my top three that I think will be a splash in the meta. I, I just think that, like, so many of them kind of suck. That it's hard to, like, really differentiate which ones suck the most. Yeah. <laughs> like, like David that's just my like. I'm, I'm like reading them and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then you see their death ability and you're like, no way in hell am I ever playing that piece. Hey, for the rest of the game, at the beginning of the turn, deal every one of your characters a penetrating damage. Uh, no, thank you. Well, they're not all <laughs> you know? rest of game things though. A lot of them are just for a turn or. Well, I mean, like, know. I think all of them are super fun for casual because they. Just have a lot of cool stuff. Well, then I but would say the... this: that uh, Jason and I have done a really good job lately of trying to be more casual. <laughs> right, right. Because I mean, like you know, you can't discount that. Like Doctor Strange, like the title character, may not be super meta, but like if you go and play him at like your local venue with like a mystical team, he's kind of cool. Oh man, Doctor Strange is meta now, Dave. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, he hasn't been. Is what I'm saying, oh. right? But like, I don't know. But like, say, I, I don't know, Captain Kirk. I had a, I had a fun. We, we played that Star Trek stuff just a little while ago. I really had a good time playing Captain Kirk just on a casual team. He was super fun. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> I think Captain Kirk goes next. Yeah, I think uh, Core's uh, plus one ability is definitely way better and puts him ahead. Yeah, Core comes in at eight. Captain Kirk at nine. I mean, I love the fact that they bring in. Other uh, other characters, but Core doing the plus two action total is just really legit with Perplex. Um, it's really good right now. Yeah, I really like that guy. Uh, and with politician, he, soldier, and warrior keywords, it's uh, pretty pretty great. If he was less points, he'd be way farther up. Yes, I agree. I think Core is extremely underrated. As a matter of fact, I'll. Uh, I'm writing about him for my next Majestics article. So, uh, he, he's definitely really uh, 
a, a fringe piece that shouldn't be so fringe. Um, so that leaves us with the rest of our um, Marvel and DC ones. And so we're number seven now? Number seven. So I think for number seven, I think it's Magneto Realist and Thor Odinson. Yeah, I think Thor's just that way just due to the point value. He, was, he just cost too much. Yep. If he was cheaper, then... I mean, he's really good. He, what he does is good. He just costs a lot of points in your team. Right. If he were, if if he if he's in a higher point game, like five or six hundred points. Oh yeah, he's definitely really good then. He's really good. But in three hundred, I think you've got Thor uh, next, and then you've got probably Magneto Realist next. Um, I really like Magneto Realist for his leadership. I like him for his minus two ability, paired with the Starter Hulks. <laughs> Uh, it's a way to give them a second or third attack in a turn. Uh, especially in like 400 point limited. Um, mm-hmm. I think he can be really useful there to get off uh, three three quakes in a turn. Uh, along with Mikey and their own movement. Space Mikey with his smoke cloud. So let's see, 13, 12, but, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. So now we're at... Uh, cap- wait, 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 five now? Five? Was it, uh, I'd say but Captain America. Yeah, Captain America principled. And I really only think I rank him this high for two reasons. Uh, cosmic leadership and his negative two is eight squares of barrier. Barrier. Um, yeah, the ruling the ruling really went against him on his plus one ability. So, yeah. Now his death ability is not too bad um, if you're playing the right build. Your build has to be prepared to gain battle fury for the rest of the game. So either you're playing it with Pip the Troll, or you're playing it with uh, Mjolnir to do range uh, attacks at range, close attacks at range. That sort of thing. And we've talked about this in our Nationals. Mm -hmm. Captain America's great, but you have to plan for him. Um, So, I think, what does that put us at? Fourth? Yes, we're down to four. Four. Um, So, I'm going to say Harley Quinn. I would say it's Harley or Doctor Strange. And I would almost rate Harley above Doctor Strange. Um, I think Harley... Harley's a little bit more... She's a little bit more proven in what she's been able to do so far. I mean, she's made a couple of splashes. And I think with um, the Joker ID and... Uh, some of the other uh, Batman enemy ID cards. Um, she can really be able to attack better. Um, and and it probably um, edge out Doctor Strange Earth's Guardian. Now, why do I like Doctor Strange Earth's Guardian? So, Dave, you were saying, you know, put him on a mystical theme team. But his uh, real trick at the moment is, at least in the next two months or so, 
uh, before the Joker ID becomes legal and there's an approved targeting characters ID. Um, he can be surrounded by giant girls in a healer. Um, use his plus one um, ability to modify his damage or an adjacent friendly damage by plus one. Um, his minus one is he can give all the giant girls with Avengers negative one, or uh, mystics. Mystics. Yep, and then his negative yep. four, which is not terribly hard to get to, uh, for the rest of the game, as long as Doctor Strange or Guardian is on the map, you may re-roll an attack roll each turn. And there's no reason that that doesn't stack. Um, right. how, many, how many plot points does he start with? Um, I don't know. I think it's two. doesn't say. Yeah, yeah I didn't say on realms. I think it's two, though. Um. Yeah, if you can stack that, that's really good. Yeah, it's not. It, it's like it's. It's just not hard to pull off at only minus four. Yeah, but I think that Harley's just a little bit um, less conditional to play. Doctor Strange really, and in talking about the giant girl, that requires a lot of practice, a lot of positioning. Um, that's not necessarily just straightforward to pull off. So what does that leave us with, Jason? I think we're down to Wasp and Deadpool. Uh-oh. Oh, man. I mean, those are the ones that belong on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? That's who I had no. at my top. I had, I had, that's my top two. Yeah, Yeah, I had them in my top two. Yeah. I had okay. uh, Doctor Strange above Harley, but I, I just don't like Harley. So. Okay, so, so why are Wasp and Deadpool your top two? Let's hear you guys. Um... So I talked to Daniel a little earlier when we were talking about Nats, and we were talking about how Nighthawk is retiring, and how the only piece that's going to be out there to, like, do something with stats is um, Deadpool. Work with the mouth. But the bad thing about him is he's very finicky to play. Like, you have... You can't just pick him up and be like, oh, I'm just going to play this and, and take away stats. You have to know the exact time to take away those plot points, to either capitalize on not having any stats, or or stuff like that. Like it's very finicky, but I think he it can be played very well if people practice him. So I definitely think he's going to make a splash in in Nats and or the meta from here on out. So, and of course Wasp. I mean, the giant girls. I mean, she's just part of that whole that whole team there. She just kind of brings it all together. So, that's my thinking. That's why I had him on the top two. What do you think, Dave? Um, I'm sorry. I forgot what we were talking about. Wasp versus versus Deadpool. Wasp and Deadpool, yeah. I put Deadpool two and Wasp number one for me. Okay, why is that? Uh, I just like that Wasp's like plus one is a colossal retaliation basically. So, like, you're going to attack that turn and not lose, like, clicks for it, right? Or does it happen immediately? No, it no, happens you, at the end you of the can, turn, right? You can, right. The colossal retail counts for the attack. Right. So, like, you're never you're gaining plot points and never really losing, um, you know, you're never really losing clicks for doing it. And then I like the size manipulation. 
Um, the last one's okay. I mean, like, it's not perfect. I think that, that both Deadpool and Wasp have, like, awesome um, the first two abilities. The, the third ones are cool, but not, like, always a necessary thing. But, but I like both of them. Um, but I think that I'm going to go with Wasp as number one, uh, as much as I love the Deadpool. Yeah, I think the yeah, Deadpool... I... Go ahead, Jason. I say I agree with Dave. I think Wasp is number one. So I think the... I would agree with this as well, and here's my reasoning why. Deadpool is fantastic. Eight clicks of health for 70 points is phenomenal, regardless if he's a title character or not. The, the change in the rules and the lack of the sloth relic just knock him down that little bit. Um, now, with Nighthawk retiring, I'm okay with keeping Deadpool this high for now. Now, if we were to revisit him in our December episode, so if hey, we were to do this again sometime in December, Deadpool may fall way further down the list uh, depending on results. I'm kind of keeping Deadpool up here because of his past results and his potential uh, with Nighthawk retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also agree that Wasp is number one. Um, she's our first uh, title character with alternate starting lines. Uh, so she's more flexible in different team builds. She uh, Her 150 or 50 is phenomenal. Um... And she's a little bit more forgiving to just pick up and play. Agreed. I think her size, her size manipulation is just really good now in the age of retaliators that we're living in. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna, just, you know, just park a couple of surters next to her and then make them uh, regular size, and then they just retaliate and then they punch you again and you're dead. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. going to be huge. <laughs> like, I mean, huge, and there's really nothing to stop it. I mean, I mean, this. I mean, there's a couple things, but it's yeah, I mean, not I think like you got to remember deal. that Wasp is a bit squishy. Um, she is, and I would go ahead and plug that I'm talking about how to KO retaliators and how to KO colossals in my new Majestics article. Um, so keep in mind her death ability. Is, is bad. Is really bad for retaliation. For retaliation, yes, yeah, really bad. Everyone within six squares gets dealt one unavoidable. Eat every friendly. Um, so that is awful sauce. Um, so be prepared for that awful sauce if you're not. Um. All right. We'll see what we got. We got a lot of feedback on our on our uh, primes. Uh, about how off we were on some of them. So we'll probably revisit Primes again, but I think we're pretty close on the title characters here. Um, At least at the current time, yeah. Yeah, as of June 1st, 2018. Um, We'll see what happens. Um, So let's just jump right into questions to round out our show tonight. Um, Sam got a lot of questions. It's, uh, she it's did. Like, it's like I, Sam. I feel it's like the love. it's like Sam's more popular than we are, <laughs> right? Yeah. I tell you what, I did when I went to Kokomo. There was some guys that came up to me and they're like, uh, "Yeah, I just I listened to your episode that you hosted when Dana was out, and it was great." I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't been asked to be on since, so <laughs> I think I hit a nerve." <laughs> but so 
That was a really fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys do it again sometime. Whenever you want. Um, so the cat first question comes in from Cat Farmer for Sam. What piece are you most excited to play after rotation? Casual piece or meta piece? Also, you're awesome. Um, thanks, Cat. Um, so for my meta piece that I'm more excited to play is Pip the Troll. I think he's just phenomenal transporter um, for phasing and also giving the phasing trait when he dies. He's got super senses. He's got four or five clicks of life. So, um, he's, he's not, you know, one shotted half the time. I mean, he can't super sense roll, um, usually. So, um, I, I like Pip. And then, um, for casual play, I'm actually looking forward to playing some Devil Dino, uh, teams because Pogs will make a, uh, comeback without Hawkeye. So, I'm actually looking forward to playing some Pog teams, um, hopefully in the near future. Um, Jesse Cote writes in Sam you rock not a question uh, when are we going to see some more sweet YouTube content uh, we are working on it I've been we've just been super yeah. busy YouTube takes a lot of time I understand that the T3 gaming uh, symbio is retiring um, from HeroClix so there's going to be a little bit of a gap in the YouTube content, at least Symbio putting out that really top-level videos. Um, I mean, there's other top-level videos out there, but Symbio really did some great ones. Um, so we are working on it. We've got a few things. Lane's got a match recorded for us that we're going to try to get uploaded. Um, we're going to try to do a lot more fun stuff, um, especially once Nats happens. Uh, right now, we're just full force into practicing for nationals, and hopefully we do well there. So after nationals, I know we're just going to do some fun games, and um, hopefully before nationals, we can go into your third question, um, you know, showcasing the expanding starting lines, um, because I know with the giant girls, that's a very hot topic right now, as far as like... Yeah. Extending the starting areas and map choice and, and what that does. So we could try to do that sometime in the near future. Yeah, that's that's my goal is actually that to would you consider showcasing expanding starting lines? Um, um that that's probably gonna be the next video that I do. Um So your fourth question, does the new OP map from Infinity War live up to the hype? Um it, I don't know yet. I haven't got enough time to practice on it. Um, I think the one side with the blocking has potential. Yeah, the side with the blocking has potential, but it's going to depend on your matchup. I don't think it's as really as guaranteed um, of a map as, say, Star Trek Underground or some of the other ones with combined with... Uh, the Wonder Woman jet or the Deadpool jet, it just really depends right now. Um, I, you're really going to have to do some more practice and placement on it, I think. Jason or David, did you guys look at the map more detail? Or? I, I've got to look at it once, so yeah, I can't really say right now. We've probably looked at it the most between us all well, right I now. I didn't know, I just wanted to ask the guys. I, mean. I, I, I feel so bad because I'm like totally out of it because I'm trying to tweak this team. 
like the night before the rock and dan hasn't answered my question in the chat because he's mean to me uh, or it could be the fact that i'm recording a podcast david <laughs> so am i so am i dan well you're uh, recording i'm just on here <laughs> sean, sean gladden writes in sam congrats on another big win what teams are you most excited to see and play post rotation um well i don't really want to say the teams that i'm practicing for nats um i have two teams in my head that i'm practicing full force i'm doing a lot of uh studying at work and stuff like that but um i have a couple teams i'm really looking forward to playing and see how it does um i don't think it's gonna be too bad (laughs) it's i mean it's gonna give a good fight basically i want to give a good fight and make people work for their wins is what i'm gonna make them do so um yeah well see there was no question for us there oh that was that was all for sam oh okay well so i mean <laughs> we don't get we don't get i don't really answer. want to talk about my teams we, but i mean like no we don't get we to don't answer. exist right now we don't yeah. get to answer well i mean i'm just I mean, Sean kind of knows my play style. I mean, everybody should probably know, like, my play style. Like, I've kind of practiced one of my Nats teams the past two or three months. So, um, that's kind of where it's... But I have another team that I'm also really, really considering. So, we'll see. All right. Michael Bardo writes in, should this be a new rule if you roll a crit hit and are able to wrap the first verse from Tupac's hit em up flawlessly, you should be able to double token your opponent's entire team with pushing damage due to the sick-ass bomb you just dropped. Yes, I like it. Yes, 100%. Um, sure. I think there should also be another, like, probably five different songs that you could uh, rap flawlessly, but they all have to be 90s gangster rap. Yeah, this one this one's like a pretty good diss song, so, yeah. <laughs> um, Nathan Deal, I don't know if I pronounced your last name right, Nathan, so apologies. Uh, is Main Force Hawkeye a thing now, considering Swarm Teams might be popular? Um, yes. I don't think so. Yeah. I I think he's just too squishy. I mean, yeah, he can he can kill off some swarm teams, but eh. I think me the, and Hawkeye don't have a good relationship after last weekend. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: is that Avengers is one of the most popular keywords. Um, Maybe even the most popular? I mean, what do you think, Jason? Avengers more popular than Justice League? Definitely. Um, I mean, X-Men, X-Men and Avengers are right, right there. Yeah, and I would say maybe with the X-Men ban for a couple of years, that Avengers definitely passed it. Yeah. Um, and with what we just got, it, they're probably the two most prevalent. Um, so here, that we're me, going. I'm just going to look this up real quick because I want to. I want to make this point. In modern age, well, I don't know if they've updated it. So, I don't. Um, right. I don't think they have updated it at this probably point. Not, probably not that close. But there wasn't a lot of Avengers things that retired either. Yeah, they have not updated it at this uh, juncture. V Avengers. So there was 221 different starting lines in modern with 
um, with the Avengers keyword. Now let's see, that's about about 15, probably about a hundred over 150 still left because we kept Civil probably. War. Um, yeah, we lost Civil War movie. It's really the only Avengers centric thing we lost. Yeah, so. and then um, we lost a we lost the Civil War. There was Nick Fury. A few things had Avengers. Yeah, but uh, not much. And then yeah. Sabretooth from UXM had Avengers. What? Yes, he did. That doesn't even make sense. Anyways. Yeah, that was after the whole inversion. He became a good guy. That's really weird. Anyways. Uh, so, point being, you have so many different um, combinations of things to use um, with the Avengers keyword. Perplex, prob. We've even got a question coming up here. So, main force Hawkeye plus something else with the Avengers, plus giant girls, so that you can body block your Hawkeye, is a very viable thing. You've got to practice it. Have I personally practiced it? No, because I don't intend on playing it at the moment. But it is super viable, so yes. Improved targeting characters is the big deal of why he's still viable. We'll just agree to disagree. Alright. Whenever you have giant girls with the shield, Hydra, and Avengers team ability... I'm totally okay with losing to it in Nationals. I just... I would not play that. (laughs) Alright, alright. I just... Again, love-hate relationship with Hawkeye, so... Maybe it depends on how prevalent Swarm teams wind up being, right? Right. Yeah, I, I just, just don't I don't know. know. I wasn't Jason and PJ and I uh, and other folks were not able to buy up all the giant girls. There's just too many. Well, here's I, my I thing. tried my best. I bought a lot. Here's my thing. <laughs> this weekend is going to show the top eight this weekend. Uh, so here's so here's a couple of things this weekend. Uh, UK Nats AI is not legal for UK Nats. So okay, UK, but there's a super qualifier. There's a super qualifier. And a regional coming up. Uh, there's a, there's two super qualifiers. There's the one online, the one in Tulsa, and then there's a regional next week in Houston. So those will all get us a good feel for what folks are thinking about playing for Nats. Uh, no real guarantee that they'll actually be playing those same things in Nationals. But I think that's going to give a lot of people... That are like, I don't know really what to play. They're going to be looking at the top eight to be like, okay, that's the teams that people are going to look at to pick up and play, pick up and practice. Mm-hmm. Um, practice against. So I'm yeah. very looking forward to those those reports. Um, so Jeff Fowler writes in, is Unimind still viable post-rotation? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, uh, we've covered this. And Jeff, I think the main answer here, so don't rehash a bunch of stuff, is uh, go listen to the past two episodes. We cover this quite extensively. Did, uh, did we did we miss Joshua Essex's question? Uh, his, his question He's asking was, about con exclusives. His uh, question being... was a question inside of a question, so yes, I missed it. Um... He says we need a Twitch channel. Well, let me try to master the YouTube thing before we go to Twitch. 
Uh, question, now that all the Con X's has been previewed, I think, do you see any of them making a big splash in the meta? Um, Daniel Thanos Copter Pal probably says... <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Sam? I think the number one's going to be Thanos Copter. Yeah, Thanos Copter is playable. Or Starro. Uh, Starro's not playable. Well, I'm just saying as far as just like... No. I don't know. Mm-mm. Starro's Maybe. not payable, no. I mean, people mm. are wanting to play Hawkeye on main force, so why not play Starro? Yeah, and Thanos Copter. The Blackbird's going to be played. So oh, yes, happy. Blackbird's going to be played extensively those, because... Those, those student ID cards with the X-Men. Yes. They come with it. Yes. Yeah, I think the student IDs are the more uh, the most meta thing, and I think your Infinity Thanos Copter play um, with Main Force Thanos is the bomb. dot com. Hmm. Yeah. They have negative three to their speed, negative three to their range, and you can outrange them. But yeah, I'm excited for this con exclusive season. I love con exclusives. I'm loving the chance to get at some uh, at uh, nationals in a couple weeks here. Um, my Thanos copter is on its way from the UK. Uh, shout out to one of our listeners uh, for getting that to me. Uh, appreciate that extensively. Uh, Cat Farmer writes in with a second question. This one's for the entire cast. Yeah, if WizKids said that they would fix one thing you as a group thought was broken, game mechanic, power ability, etc., no individual figure overhaul, what would that one thing be? Broken either doesn't work properly, so either overpowered or just plain doesn't work the way that it should, making it plain, making it useless or just plain crappy. Hmm. Uh, what's your answer, Sam? You said you had an um, answer. My answer, and I thought about this today, and I think David has talked about it in a couple episodes beforehand, but I don't like how blocking and destroying blocking is now. I liked it in the past, where if you had hypersonic, you can hypersonic blow up a wall or something like that. It's... I don't know. I just don't you like You want to be able now. to flurry a wall. You I want to be able to flurry to... a wall... Uh, something like that, like the the making it a, a, its own destroy action yes. is not what you like. I just don't like that part of the new rules. I think they should have left it alone. Um, it, it made barriers and walls way too relevant. Yeah, and then they're coming out with like these maps that have a ton of walls, and then they're like, oh, and hey, releasing this is more peace. blocking terrain uh, vehicles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. It's why the Doom Buggy's meta. That's why, that's the one thing that I think is just completely broken that they should have never touched. Yeah, what happens when somebody crashes a bunch of Doom Buggies and Spider-Mobiles into your team? And you're stuck. Yeah, exactly. No getting out of that. It was just an extra action. It's an extra action type we didn't need. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I know David's touched on it a few episodes ago when we was talking. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm probably going to be completely different from everybody else. But no, I like that answer. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's that's a really good answer. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. 
Um, I think my other one um, is uh, Leap Climb. I still think it should be like a version of Charge, but with uh, some sort of extra restriction. Like Leap Climb should just be able to do more for you. Just one little thing more. And maybe it's not even a movement attack power. Maybe it just activates on any movement instead of just a move action. Um, Yeah, I can get behind that. I need Leap Climb to do one more thing. I don't really care what it is. It's something else positive. Hmm, That's true. That's a good one. Elaine said using the 6x3s. Whiskers hasn't produced any 6x3s, and there's no longer any more 6x3s in Modern. Yeah, Skull Ship. R.I.P. Skull Ship. Yeah, Skull Ship retired, so there's no 6x3s in Modern, and I don't ex- expect them to do any more 6x3s. By the way, are you okay today? It's 6 1. Yeah. Did I'm you fine. cry a little bit? Yeah. Nick Fury? You saw me, I hugged him the other day. I know, he did hug him. Yeah, I, I bundled up all of my call in pieces and I hugged them tightly before I put them in the retirement box. So. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were a little off today for some reason. Yeah. Pure, poor Nick Fury. He's I shed a little tear of joy today. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> um, Lucas Tom Van Hollen with the next question. Okay, here we go. Questions for Sam. If you had to choose to, between either Unerata Unimind or Goblin King, which one would you take and why? Okay. So I think I've started a semi-little war with Lucas. But, to note... I've played Lucas once, and I'm 1-0 against him. That's all that matters. You're, so. <laughs> if you retired now, you'd be undefeated against know, Lucas, right? and there's nothing he could do about <laughs> Just it. Just never play Lucas again. Yeah. Um, so, he is so adamant that Goblin King is meta. And to answer his question, I would unerata Beauty Mind. Because they have come out with pieces that kind of tame down Beauty Mind a little bit. Because there's Darwin. Um... Or a leech. So if you unerata Unimine and he's able to pick powers on his turn and your turn, if you play Darwin, I mean, you're going to take to be away. fair, that hurts, that hurts um, Goblin King as well. I, I understand, but Goblin King needs to be able to be outwitted. And I don't know. I just, yeah, so, I mean, I think if I was this... It, he's so wide open with picking powers. Unimine has to, like, pay... 15 to 20 points for sideline figures to be able to pick a certain set of powers. Goblin King can just pick whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I'm defensive, so I'm just going to pick Shape Change Super Sensitive. Or I can pick Invincible Shape Change. He doesn't have anything that says, like Jakeem said, you couldn't pick certain powers together. Goblin King can pick whatever the heck he wants. You guys should see these hand motions that Sam's so, given right now. I'm very like, passionate like, like, about like this. This this would be a great video cast because Sam just like waved her hand and did like three finger motions. Um, um all so at once. I think that I think I would underwrite. Did two of them involve middle fingers? No. Oh. <laughs> but I think the thing is, like I said, Goblin King has a wide variety of powers to pick, and nothing stops him. Um, of course, you know. Again, people can say, "Well, Darwin hurts." Goblin King, but I don't know. I think it kind of tames down the Uni Mind, um, down with the Outwit Pogs from Groots and a lot of other Outwits. That tames down Goblin King. All right, 
So I want to go into my next segment here. Is this one that you had another answer for, his next question? Um, you go ahead. All right. So here's my next little short segment. Um, and his is, why is it so hard to admit that Goblin King is actually a viable choice? This is actually a serious question. I think he has way more potential than Clickstaff gives him. Am I playing him at 75 over Lockjaw? No way, but at 175, paired with Bizarro, Green Arrow, and Colossals, he is a threat not to be ignored. Alright, so let me do my little musical intro. Why Goblin King sucks. <laughs> you put way too much time into this, I can tell already. <laughs> right, so um, here's all the ways that Goblin King doesn't all the gobble, all the way Goblin King dies um, to teams that aren't Unimind because I think Unimind just has a super easy matchup against them with being able to hypersonic and punch Bizarro Green Arrow. Um, so Shredders with Peace Machine and Pip or whatever Overdrive uh, phase up, sidestep down, Outwit is invincible, pinging for two. Uh, he's only got five clicks left. You now have, I don't know, maybe two turns to put out 20 damage to kill both Shredders. Good luck. Your Colossals are dead because they just got pings for free. Probably. I understand that there's positioning and dice rolls. Um, Goblin King faces JSA Barrier. Or a just JSA Green Lantern. JSA Green Lantern puts his light wall marker separating Unimind or separating Goblin King from Bizarro Green Arrow. Goblin King gets side blasted for seven damage with an outwit. <sighs> Goodbye. Um, those are the two big ones. Now, in, de um, in defense of Goblin King, uh -huh. I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but in defense of Goblin King, uh huh, he could pick Barrier. And he could barrier in to not get pinged, or... Wow, it's really going to help him with his no endom to do something the next turn. That's very true. That's very, very true. Or, you I'm know... I'm trying to give Lucas a little a glimpse no, of light. No, no, we're, we're destroying the, the Goblin the King now. <laughs> um, and even if he barriers properly, right? Pip the Troll with something with a lot of movement. I don't know, maybe like Pip the Troll carrying like a Sam Cap, right? We talked about that. I don't know, phases in behind him, calls out something, maybe like a Wolverine, and flurries the rest of the team to death. I don't know. Just a possibility. Um, you know, Unimind can uh, hypersonic punch him, needing like a six, over and over again. Um, there's such thing called energy explosion that would destroy all of your Colossals next to Bizarre Green Arrow. I think what Never I'm heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. What? I think nah, what I'm trying to say right? here is uh, if you're going to play Goblin King, I don't really think that Bizarre Green Arrow is the right way to go. Uh, he just gets out-actioned. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, again, that goes with out-actioning. I, 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 I think if I was to play something at 175, I'm going to play a 180-point Giant Girl. And I would probably play that with a Bizarro Green Arrow. 
before I would play Goblin King with um, Bizarro Green Arrow. I just think there's too much outwit right now. Too much outwit. To be too much close combat still, right? Wolverine, and that's just saying Wolverine. You know, Wolverine, Beast, uh, Beast, um, almost anybody. Because yeah. I mean, even so, like uh, the the JSA Green Lantern can separate you, and then you get a single target pulse wave from a Storm ID. That feels bad. Um, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and, just I, don't and, like Goblin and King. I think the 275 point Goblin King is doesn't have enough tricks up his sleeve for post retirement without the supreme intelligence on him. He is super fun to play, though. <laughs> I know, but he literally gets one turned by like a pulse wave call in and something else. Uh, assuming dice hit and stuff, I, I get that. Um, and the thing is, with playing Goblin King at 175, you're very dependent on those powers, and again. I am I'm saying it. Darwin will be at Nats. He will be played. People will play him. Although I keep con- trying to convince them that it's not the right thing to play. I'm just saying people will play him. Yeah. People will play Darwin because he's that piece that's going to be able to slow down a unique player from picking powers, a Goblin King player from picking powers. Um, I mean, and I think I think the Darwin matchup is the one thing that a Goblin King does well at because it has a surter or two. And then the Darwin just gets wrecked turn two. Yeah, but then the Surter, you just don't retaliate. No, I mean, you, you have to, Darwin thing activates no matter what. So Surter kills Darwin 35 to 25. Um, and I think Darwin just loses to other random Surters. Um, Darwin just loses to Shredders. Again, it comes down to dice rolls. I know, but Shredders don't have to roll dice. I know, but I'm saying like the Surter with the Darwin. I mean, he's got a roll of five. Hey, you need a six. You could you could perplex it up to where he needs a four. Anything can happen. Anything could happen. I get that. On average, though. <laughs> On average, you should be able to just nuke the Darwin. So. So, here's my point. is I am uh, very critical of Goblin King at 175. I think they're just way better options. Uh, and part of being on the podcast is and hosting the podcast is I'm not going to advise people of something I don't think is a good play. That's that's my opinion, right? That's why I host the podcast is because I have opinion. opinion. I still like you, Lucas. I still feel like we have a really good, good, uh, you know. It was, he wants to know really why good. is he your favorite person to play against in HeroClix? Well, we've only played once, I think. Um, and it was online. So, we had a really, really good match. We had a fun match. Um, I was able to squeak out the win, but um, great guy. You were a great guy, Lucas. We could agree to disagree on the whole Goblin King matchup. I think Lucas needs to come to the Clickstock Classic and you guys can sell this in person. I told him, yeah, that'd be great. We should do that. That's right, I'm calling you out. Bring it. Let's do it, Lucas. (laughs) Come on down. (laughs) That way you can whip my butt on camera, and then you can go on on everything and be like, I finally yeah, yeah, got Sam with Goblin King. <laughs> we can stream it and put it on YouTube. And here's my thing. I have lost to Goblin King so much, and I've played against so many Goblin Kings, and it, it's just it's just sickening that they could just be like, uh, I can just pick whatever I want, and 
I don't know, like, I just don't like it, so. Alright. And those nightmare tokens, Sam. Oh, I hate those fucking nightmare tokens. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Con Thanos comes out, which was today, what three Eternals would you play with Uni Mind? Oh, man, this is a super exciting question. Um, and so I, he's not valid for Nats, but he is valid for um, July um, in states and WKOs. Um, so I think to fully answer that question, I want to see what happens at Nationals. What happens these next few weeks? If Bizarro Green Arrow is a huge play, um, then I think that you have to keep Makari on there. Uh, if he's not, if you see less Bizarro Green Arrow play, I think that Con Thanos could replace Makari. Um, I don't know. There's so many good options. I think that probably Con Thanos stays number four, but Pulse Wave is awesome. Uh, I think it becomes still uh, Makari number one, uh, Star Fox number two, Rare Thanos number three, Con Thanos number four, and Cersei number five, and Thena number six depending on the rest of your team composition. I mean, because Con Thanos does have Running Shot, Invincible, Pulse Wave, and Prob. So yeah, He pretty much replaces Thena altogether. Yeah, he definitely replaces Thena altogether. Um, it really comes down to, do you want Running Shot or Hypersonic? And that question is answered by how much Bizarro Green Arrow do you think you're going to play? Um... Chad Birdsall writes in thoughts on Giant Girl Span with Civil War Yellow Jacket. Um, I want this to work, so something from CW slot besides the grand prize pieces get played. I've definitely thought about it, dude. When I when I when I saw that question, I looked up because I was like, "Oh, I remember that Yellow Jacket." Doesn't he like perplex like everybody? Yep. And then I like saw that, and I was like, oh, dear Jesus. Yeah, and then when a friendly character is KO'd, heal Yellow Jacket one click. So even if they get a hit in on Yellow Jacket, it doesn't KO him. Um, when they start killing giant girls, he can get healed back up pretty quickly. And there's no Nighthawk to stop him. Right. From just perplexing up everything. Like, if he wants to perplex up. And the giant girls are huge, so you can get all those targeting of all four characters within four squares of line of fire. Yeah. So you can draw a line of fire to them pretty easily. Put them right in the middle. You can at least get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight perplexes eight. off. Yeah, e easily eight. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty sick. That's pretty sick. And he's like sixty points or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not expensive. Yeah, not at all. Put him on an elevation two, and giant girls everywhere. I mean, and he's not—he's got willpower. Oh, this, this sounds so good. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting—I'm getting the shivers. Then you get more than eight because if you position right, you put him on an elevation two, and have your giant girls around. You could possibly get ten, twelve. Yeah, depending on how it. Uh, yeah, depending on the placement. Um. Yeah, no, I like him. And he's got willpower, so he can take theme team probs. Uh, he soaks up those tokens pretty easily. Um, if only he had leadership, 
and that special damage power. If he had leadership and that special damage power, I'd say he'd be a must play. Oh gosh, yeah. It's just all these figures are always just missing that one thing that I want. Um, and it's two, called balance. Nah, whatever. <laughs> um, Jacob Marcus said, "Will unseen be a must play with all the cheap retaliations, or is sixty-five still too many points for zero stats? Uh, still too many points." I don't know. I I can see him being played again just as a call-in battery. Ah, uh, no, I don't. I don't like him as a call-in battery. But he messes around with stuff like that. Like, but uh, if so, the problem is, and I said this on the Metal Lab when we were on this week. Um, he needs a perplex. He needs like an eleven attack, like Peace Machine has. He's missing that one thing again that just puts him over the top. He's just too balanced. And I get that Jason's... Uh, here's here, here's what Jason's going to say. It's sad that uh, a piece has to be balanced or unbalanced to make it a must-play. That is a piss-poor, uh, you know, <laughs> in, 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 like, version of my voice. Yeah. Like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. It is, I think it is sad, but you're, you're not. Wow. Really. That was a terrible Jason Alvey impression. Yeah. It was. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Do, your, do still... a Dan impression. Um, let's see. Nah, it's okay. I don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> here, I, here, I'll do a Dan impression. This piece needs more shit on it to be good. If not, I'm going to throw <laughs> yeah. it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> there, Dude, I, mean. I just played a practice game online. Walking Woods is like my favorite new piece. <laughs> They're right. just so awesome. 100%. So, I mean, I mean, that's that's really it, right? Is Unseen needs to do something else to be worth his points, and he's not doing it. There'll be that one person that makes him work. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be me. It might be Dustin Cedars. Who knows? I can see him being that one person that makes him work. <laughs> uh, Some people are going to try him. They just are. Yeah. They're going to. Lane Lane Miller writes in, what are you most excited about for uh, Nats? And don't say redeeming yourself from teams last year. Uh, I guess that's just a question for Sam. What are you most excited about for Nats? Um, I'm most excited about this year will be my first time playing in the National Championship. Um, in the past, I've always just been playing side events and um, battle royales, and I feel like this year I've really grown as a player and as far as like competitively. So I'm actually looking forward to uh, playing in nationals. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to getting out there and seeing how well I can do against the best of the nation. So. I'm I'm really excited for you guys to check double check your sheets for your tournament. Yes, that's very much so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn. Kyle, yeah, we're right. we're moving right along. Kyle Minton writes in. <laughs> Sam, question: Have you noticed a difference in winning the first Super Q from this last Super Q? Attitudes, people treating you differently. Um. Yeah. Most definitely. Um. Of course, you know when I won my first one, it was like everybody was like hooping and hollering because it's like okay a female won a super qualifier this is awesome um I feel like now like when I go in it's kind of like um okay there's Sam and Daniel you know there's Daniel and Sam um usually it was just like okay there's Daniel and then 
there's Sam. I mean, she's not going to be that com- big of a competitor. I definitely see it now uh, when I sit across the table from some people. They they know that I actually kind of know what I'm doing. So, but I'm still not on any level. That's the look in their eyes of they're about to get their ass whipped <laughs> by the king, the queen of clicks. So, they're like fuck. Um, <laughs> but I definitely, definitely have seen uh, an attitude like attitudes have changed. A lot more people approach me now. I think they know who I am. Have seen what I've been doing. So I get people come talk to me. I have no idea their names, but I just go with it. Like. So, if you come talk to me at Nats, please introduce yourself. Um, let me know who you are, because I'm horrible with names. I'm horrible with faces. I just kind of know, like, if what if you're on a team, or what have you played. So, um. uh, Kyle has a question for me. Uh, coveralls or overalls, what are they? Uh, so, there is a technical difference between coveralls and overalls. Coveralls, mm-hmm. as the name would uh, suggest covers everything it is a long sleeve zip up sort of um protective clothing for working on mechanic work or something like that um i've or, worn many in my day yeah i mean that that's kind of your light duty coverall your heavy duty coverall that is insulated uh riding snowmobiles four wheelers you should know this you're in canada kyle um, <laughs> Uh, they, they don't react to the cold like we do. They're used to it. Yeah, they Maybe they don't have car hearts up there, you know? Yeah, yeah I suppose not. Um, overalls are, you know, a suspender-type jean denim material. Um, and I'll say this again. I'll say this to anybody. I realize that my overalls look ridiculous. Um, but, one, they're comfortable. Two, my ass crack doesn't show. So I am looking forward to most definitely wearing my overalls at Origins. I think more people approach me and they're just like, how do you deal with Daniel wearing those? And the thing is, like, and I tell people, no matter what I said, or no matter if I would have said, Daniel, please don't wear those, he would have wore them anyway. Like, I mean, but Sam, I just you, let him go with it. But Sam, and, you are happy that my ass crack isn't hanging out. Yeah, it's out. true. That's very true. It's very, very true. But I, I don't care. I yeah. really don't care. I mean, they're comfortable. The The boys stay aerated. So, as down. long as he's comfortable and happy, then yeah. I don't have to hear him complain and, and the, stuff like that. The so. boys stay aerated down south. Um, there's, uh, you know, I get to keep my wallet up top locked up. Um, my phone stays up by my chest. Um, he got, has a secret little Nick Fury that he's going to put in the pocket. Yeah, I got it's little kinda... Nick Fury stays up there with me. I like that, too. So. Yeah, we need to get you a patch for that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so. I like that too. Uh, question for both: Who's better at hero clicks? No holding back. Daniel, I'll say it. Daniel is so much more better at hero clicks than I am. I just, I'm getting there. I feel like I'm I'm actually seeing things now, and I'm seeing my next turn, and I can actually regroup from playing making a play mistake, but. Daniel is far more like the encyclopedia and knows like four moves ahead that you think you're going to do. So way better than me. Sam is uh, getting way better and I will always appreciate Sam's support of our uh, joined um, hobby of hero clicks. <laughs> so 
Uh, PJ Bolin writes in, when should I host a regional? Jason. Um, September and not the holiday weekend in September. <laughs> I want to say whenever Jason Alvey is able to attend. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just coordinate with probably... his work schedule, PJ, and just be like, hey, Jason, when are you off in September? Okay, I'm going to host a regional then. Yeah, see, my wedding anniversary is like the, the, like the Labor Day weekend, so don't like do it then. Yeah, not good. Make sure there's no birthdays. No. <laughs> but what about my birthday? It's in September. You can go on your birthday. You're fine. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I can? It can be like a birthday Sweet. present. Yeah. Right. Totally. There you go. Bring Bonnie along. She's welcome. Okay. <laughs> so while we've got you, Dave, let's go ahead and enter final thoughts for the night. You're up first. Um... I don't know, man. Uh, just happy with how the team's doing lately in competition, and um, I wish I could really make it to Thursday nights for casual play. But uh, got to work, got to make money. Jason? Um, just uh, hope everybody has a good time at uh, Nats, and uh, good luck. Sam? Um, I just want to thank you for having me on the show, and I want to thank all of you guys. I know... I don't say it enough, but I want to thank all of my teammates. Um, you know, Jason, David, Jeremy, Zach, Lane, John, um, and you, Daniel. You guys helped me become a better player, and I know that I bug you sometimes with, oh, I'm thinking about this team, and you guys pick it apart, and you tell me why I shouldn't play this piece or why I should play this piece, and I just want to thank you for it. Did so. you forget to mention Jeremy? No, I said Jeremy. No, I she did. Mm. Yeah, she was like the he was like the third name she said. Oh man. I know. I beat yep. up on Jeremy a lot, so I have to kind of make sure I give a shout out to him. But um I do like Jeremy's thinking of teams though. He does have a very good mentality like mine with making teams. So um again, if I see you at Nats or you see me at Nats, don't be shy, come talk to me. Again, I probably won't know your name or know where you're from, but definitely come talk to me. So I'm looking forward to it. And just remember I still I can drop kick you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, other than that, my final thoughts leading out of the show. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to Nationals. I'm looking forward to uh, um, getting some North Market, uh, going to the Vendor Hall, playing, <clears throat> playing in Nats, um, all that fun stuff. And uh, I would just, from uh, from all of us here at uh, Clickstaff, uh Man, uh, man, Grudel Copperman, Copterman, Man, Grudel Copterman. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to Clickstaff today, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye bye.